You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Well, I was going to see if the Pirates got out of this jam here, but they're both screwing around. Three on two, uh, two outs, uh, bottom of the eighth. Uh, Pirates leading eight to three. And whoever this Santana guy is, he'll wait a while before he throws a pitch. And here it comes, a uh, foul ball. Uh, three and two creates a <laughs> lot of foul balls, a lot of foul balls. So, uh, big, uh, the, the world sports capital, uh, big day today, again, Hazeltine officially announces with the PGA mm-hmm. out the PGA of America out in uh, uh, at uh, in Chaska that uh, the 2028 Ryder Cup will uh, return to Minnesota, first golf course to ever host it twice in the United States. That's ten years from now. And B, we also have the X Games through 2022. How about that? You know when I'm I'm gonna retire when the X Games leave Minnesota. <laughs> Screw Hazel team. <laughs> yeah. When the X Games leave Minnesota. Judd and I were there last year. We did the you Saturday did? show. We did the Saturday show. Oh, I the didn't X know Games. that. Yes. That was the second time I'd ever been in the Ziggy. I thought I, I, went I was in gonna there say to, uh, see the X Games. I didn't think our station was allowed inside that building. But I didn't oh, know you you and no, Judd had yeah, done. We went in there, we walked in and All watched right. it for a while. Nice. And, uh, they had... Uh, How was the exhaust? Was the exhaust... Uh, yeah, you know, 20 minutes. I, okay. I could put up with it. It sure. was fine. It was, it was, you know, people jumping up in the air and doing stuff there and having a good old time. Because <laughs> a lot of people attended. It was... Uh, I remember that. Well, and they uh, certainly had the Commons Park uh, blocked off to keep the the non-paying customers out of it. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, that, that two-block area in front there. And, yeah. Uh, and, uh, it, you know, whenever they have an event, Super Bowl, X Games, they don't make it easy to get in and out, do they? No. Uh, Very difficult. What ha- oh, we walked them, base is loaded. If you uh, want to turn on the MLB network right now, folks, the Cubs trying to kick up a rally. You know what Joe and I just both agreed on? Baseball in this weather is just no good. It it's is. no good for fans. It's no good for players. It's 45 there. It's balmy there. I mean, a few of them are okay, but day after day after day is relentless. You know who I really feel bad for, too, right now are the high school seniors. They are yeah. getting robbed out of their well, last They're not going to play rounds. any games. Well, I you was know? talking to a couple There's of guys. There's going to be more of a movement to be like Iowa, which plays their baseball season in the, the summer. summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Except that's, that then messes up. Then Your you Legion get American ball. Legion yep. go, ball going, so you, then you have them both. Then you have the kids playing six games a week, so that doesn't work either. Well, and so. that's what's going to end up happening. So I, I feel bad because it's a scheduling nightmare, and especially if we get another round of snow on Friday. Yeah, well, the best thing to do is just don't pay any attention to the games that got called off. Just play your schedule once it starts, mm-hmm. right? Right, but May you first. still have missed so many games, though, that, that you might not well, yeah, be able to yeah. do well, that. Well, if you got somebody next to you, 
you know, if Canhassen and Chaska get snowed out, have them play each other if they have it. But but the idea you're going to go back and make up all these games that you missed in April is No, there's going to be ridiculous. a lot of doubleheaders. Really yeah, no. but even doubleheaders aren't going to make up for all this. But it's it's ridiculous. And it's not only baseball. It's track. And they're having track meets indoors now. And uh, you know, lacrosse, uh, I guess, is a spring sport too, right? Yes. Tennis too. Tennis, yeah. And, you know, some of the courts Most are outdoor yeah, courts, yeah, right. you know. Yeah. And the golf, the golf teams. Yeah. You know what the Twins should do next week to be good citizens? Oh, no. Once these guys leave, open her up. Let the high schools say, come and come on stuff. in. You know, draw lots. Come on in and play here. How do you think the grounds crew would take that news? I tell them, we pay you. <laughs> you know, this is what you're paid for. You know, it's funny you say that. I actually thought about that if they would, because they're, that's the only place that's playable in the entire state right 8 now. 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. You got it for two hours. Uh, hour and 45 minutes, you got it. And uh, you do it five days, Monday through, Tuesday through Saturday, you do it. And you could get in five days. You could get 10 teams. You get 50 teams in the metro area to play baseball and games. Who's going to be in charge of selecting those teams that get that opportunity? I have a lottery. You've said send us emails and we'll uh, call you up and tell you when to be here. Because you're going to get an email from every team in the state. Well, you'd be good citizens. I agree. I no, think it'd be great. We don't care about the rubes out in the hinterland <laughs> just for the metro <laughs> metropolitan area. <laughs> Metropolitan area, you know. St. Cloud, you're on your own. What about us out of, out of staters? Yeah, Come well, on. You count. You're in the Chanhassen Well, I guess my, I was thinking oh, fair about No, they're out of luck. We're not letting them in. <laughs> We're not letting them in. <laughs> Denied. Yeah. yeah. What What's in it for us when you, uh, you know, any, anyway. But you'll have options in the yeah. area. You'll have a lot of options. Oh, oh they'd all want to play. Yeah, yeah. Let them play and, you know, come here and don't. They wouldn't have to be pre-scheduled games. They'd just say, hey, show up here. And I wonder if St. Paul has got, if they've done anything with that ballpark. I wonder, if CHS? CHS. I wonder if they're under snow. They probably didn't bother to remove it. Huh? You know, I just drove by it the other day, and I guess I didn't even look at the actual field, if it was covered or what they've got going. Because their season starts in about a month and a half, doesn't it? Mm, yeah, middle of May now. Yeah, they play 100 games now. they got a 100-game season now. So, uh but anyway, it it has been miserable, and uh, I like I uh, was optimistic after watching Lance Lynn last night. I thought he threw the ball good. He was control wasn't great, but he threw the ball well. And what, I ten strikeouts. Yeah, yeah, I think his control had more to do with the weather than anything mm-hmm. else because you could just see him blowing on his well, hand between he, after every a, pitch. He's a four walk a guy, three and a half. Walk yeah, that's a, true. A game guy anyway. But he had good good velocity last night and mm-hmm. good movement, and uh, unfortunately, he was uh, overmatched by Verlander. Who uh, I don't know. Next time they're facing Verlander, which if they don't, they'll only have to face him once more, unless the playoffs in, in Houston could be the playoffs. But I, I let the big man just take the day off, enjoy yourself, you know, sit there, eat a hot dog, have a have a good time, Miguel, because you could bat against him a hundred times. Speaking of that, so the bride and I are watching the ball game last night, and she's seeing the new Twins pitcher Lance Lynn in the mound, and she says, "I don't want to be mean, but don't they make these guys do aerobics?" Well, he's, and he's skinnier because he's a you know he's he a, used to be bigger. He's about two seventy. He's six five two seven. And then I followed oh. it up with, "Have you seen the third baseman?" Here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lynn. I think that's one reason he signed here because he wanted Miguel next to him be the biggest guy. <laughs> people would look out there and say, "Who's that big tub behind the pitcher?" <laughs> <laughs>
Anyway, Miguel, Miguel is going to have to someday, shortly after they give him that frontal lobotomy, he'll uh, be a uh, better hitter. You know, a better hitter. Your Cubs are making a comeback, ah, Patrick. That's too bad. Come on, Buckle. They just <laughs> a couple went. Oh, all sorts of errors too. Mm-hmm. Did they just run a couple in? They're that's Pirates around. baseball. That's Pirates baseball. All right, we'll be back. Johnny Krasinski, talk about the uh, Timberwolves. I like Denver. Not that I like them to win. I think Denver's going to win that game tomorrow. That's that's my uh, uh, opinion. But I'll see if Johnny agrees with me or not. John Krasinski covers the Timberwolves and other issues for the Athletic here in Minnesota. Johnny, uh, last time I talked to you a couple of weeks ago, we agreed the Timberwolves were having a spat of poor play, and that really hasn't changed much. No, it really hasn't, Patrick. I mean, you, even since in the two games that Jimmy Butler's been back, he's playing shorter minutes. He's obviously understandably rusty, but they're still up and down a lot in these games. I mean, the the game against Memphis last night was brutal for at least two quarters, even you know bleeding into the third there before they really kind of got going against a, a glorified G League team. So. They are not playing very well right now. They're just not together. Andrew Wiggins is kind of checked out for a little while, it seems like, on, on, on a lot of these games. And, and they're, they're searching for things, you can tell right now, which is probably not where you want to be going into a, a winner-take-all game 82 and, and maybe even into the playoffs. Uh, is he checked out, or can he just not make a shot? I think it's a little bit of both, Patrick. I mean, certainly he has really struggled shooting. I think his last nine games he's shooting 37%, averaging 14 points. And so some of it is shot making, but also some of it is shot selection. I mean, he takes some of the most difficult contested jumpers there are. And and so part of that is is he's got to be locked in and engaged in understanding where he can get his baskets easier. They have been begging and pleading with him all year long to be aggressive, go to the basket, you know, draw fouls and, and get easy buckets there instead of these, you know, turnaround fadeaway 20 footers with a hand in his face. And, uh, he just has not necessarily embraced that enough this year. And so I do think there is maybe not checking out, but some frustration on his part about where he exactly fits in. And, you know, he's got Jimmy Butler yelling at him here and there and, and he just does not seem to be kind of locked in right now, which is, I mean, they need him. They're going to need him tomorrow night. They're certainly going to need him if they go into the playoffs. Uh, so it, it is that combination. He's got to hit shots, but he's got to take better shots, and he's got to be He's got to be more aggressive. He's got to show that he cares and he gives a darn about this thing. There was a play late in the first half when they were still behind and they were finally trying to get the lead. And he kind of picked up a loose ball and he, you know, he made a nice aggressive play and he drove to the basket and uh, he kind of got hacked and the ball, you know, kind of, and there was no call and they, they uh, and the Memphis ended up with the ball and it was like he said, ah, the hell with it. You know, I, yeah. I just did what they wanted me to do and, and that worked. Out. He doesn't handle disappointment on the court too well, I don't think. No, not, not very well at all. And, and then I, I was in Denver last week. Uh, last One of the last plays of the game that, that gave the Nuggets the win was Jokic kind of crept in behind him and overpowered him for an offensive rebound and, and put it back. Now, do you blame Wiggins necessarily for giving up one to, 
to a guy as big and strong as Jokic? No, but you know, we asked him about it yesterday or the day before yesterday at practice about, hey, does that does that bother you? And and you know, is that one eating at you a little bit? And he said, no, you know, I I, I jumped, I tried for it, just didn't get it. And <laughs> and you know, that's just his personality, but. The, you know, everyone around here so wants to hear him say, "You're darn right that that ticked me off, and I'm never going to let that happen again." But we're just not—he's you know, just not built that way, and you just wonder if the, if that's ever going to happen. Uh, Johnny, don't you think the big—it better happen for 148 million? Yeah. But uh, hey, did don't you think the big matchup tomorrow's though, uh, Towns taking it to Jokic because uh, when he gets that big, strong guy he's playing against, he's had some clunkers. Yeah, that's. I think that's going to be a huge key, Patrick. And um, you know, actually, with with Jokic in particular, Towns generally outplays him because mm-hmm. uh, you know, they, they, back to their rookie seasons when Towns was kind of the runaway favorite for the Rookie of the Year. Toward the end of the season, there were some analytics articles that were written that said that actually Jokic was having the better rookie year, and and Towns. He will never admit this, but he absolutely saw those things. And so every time they play, he is determined to show everyone who the better of the two players is. And even in that win against Denver, or with that Denver win last week, Jokic had some good numbers, but he was flailing and he was wild and Towns was efficient and and productive. He fouled out, but certainly I think what you're going to see tomorrow night is another determined towns to come in there and and really kind of not only you know lift this team into the playoffs but stomp on one of his chief competitors for the best young versatile big man in the league award uh title and and so you know he struggles against Steven Adams and DeAndre Jordan and Marcus Saul but Jokic is a guy that he eats up a lot uh, Towns, uh, you were telling me uh, a while back that Towns sees everything, knows everything that's yes. being said about him, and Wiggins is just the opposite. He, you know, you can rip him in the media, and it's uh, he's completely oblivious to it. You said that's right. He he's Joe Mauer, Patrick. Yeah. I mean, you know, he lives in this bubble, and uh, he does not have anyone really kind of in his ear saying, "Hey, did you see this or that?" or um, you know, kind of motivating him that way. I don't that none of that stuff resonates with him, and and he doesn't see it. I mean, Jimmy Butler, the last two times that he's been available to the media, has taken open and 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 blunt shots at Wiggins about his <laughs> desire, about wanting him to take this seriously, and and all that. And I I think that's that's water off a duck's back. I, I mean, it just that's not the way to get to him. And and even if you wanted to, you'd have to kind of put it on a video game screen for when he's at home playing because that's the only way he'd see it uh who can get to him dad does dad have any influence or does dad keep telling him how good he is do we have any yeah you know it's hard to know i mean dad is very quiet um the the family is very quiet they they really do kind of huddle around each other and and don't really let a whole lot of information in or out so um you know one thing is clear whoever is telling talking to him at all um it, it, it hasn't gotten through, so I, I do think that you know he has some personal trainers that have tried to work with him and stoke the fires a little bit. I mean, Jimmy Butler, all of his teammates have tried to do it. Tom Thibodeau has tried all sorts of different ways to do it, not just yelling and screaming, but pulling them aside and having conversations as well, and and things like that. And and nobody's found the magic button to press that that has really clicked with him yet and i think it's there i'm not ready to give up on him he's a really smart kid he's incredibly talented but um so far 
uh, you know, no one has really found that that magic elixir that 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 it's going to take to to get him up and going on a, on a consistent basis. Yeah, well, people think that who think that Thibodeau's uh, constant barking is having a bad effect on him. He Thibodeau a couple of week a week before the All Star game was saying he thought Wiggins should be on the All Star team, so he's obviously tried that angle. He's tried to uh, pump him up by saying good things about him as well as criticizing him. Yeah, he's and and he absolutely has come to Wiggins' defense publicly most often this year. I mean, he he is always pointing out when he plays a good game, always pointing out that hey, it's not just about numbers, it's about winning and and Wiggins has really had an effect on that and uh you know, play, you know, talked about his performance in the Laker game the other night in the second half when he was great defensively and and so he's done all of those things to try to get through, but it just like Andrew doesn't see any of the criticism in the media, I don't think he sees any of the positive things either. He just doesn't see any of that, so 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 none of that is working. So uh, Taj uh, having uh, laying around with ice on his neck today, or what? Yeah, he's got a neck strain right now, Patrick, and and that's a that's it's a big uh, concern right now. I mean, uh, Tibbs would not was noncommittal today after practice about his availability tomorrow i think everyone expects him to try to give it a go because he is so tough and but you don't know how limited he will be and if he is limited in any way or if he can't go that is a crippling blow because he may not get all of the fanfare he may not get all of the interviews and 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 sign all of the autographs but that guy is as important to what they do on a night in and night out basis as anybody else on this team. He's just incredibly tough. He's super reliable. He's always in the right place on both ends of the court and he always plays well against Denver. And so they they really need him out there. If they don't have him, they're gonna have their work cut out for them, and which they all, already do. All of a sudden Gorgie has got to be your guy and uh, after a year in which you basically spent the whole year irritating him by not relying on him and uh, he would now all of a sudden have to give you a 30-some good minutes. Yeah, he might, or or, or Bielitsa, probably one of the two. But, yeah, I mean, they would need Gorgie in, in some stretches. And, and in fairness to Tibbs there, Gorgie just has not played well. I mean, you know, he, there's, there's been times where some other guys, you could argue, earned minutes and, and didn't get them. But I think Gorgie's just been a mess for most of this season. And, and part of that, I think, too, is that, yeah, he, he was a little disenchanted with how things were handled early on in the year. But... Some, you got to be a pro too, and you got to get out there and and handle your business. Now he knocked down some shots last game. They're going to need a lot more of that because a lot of times he just looks lost defensively, and he hasn't been the the, the automatic from the mid range that he was earlier in his career. So, uh, yeah, I think if Gibson isn't there, he's going to play minutes, and they're going to need him, and and he's going to have to 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 deliver here, and we'll see if he's he's ready for that. Belly hasn't done anything in the last, you know, he had that nice run when Butler first got hurt when he was playing a lot, but he hadn't done much the last three weeks. Yeah, yeah, he, you know, he, I think he was really producing well when he was getting minutes and getting shots, and then uh, Butler comes back and 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 he goes back into that reserve role, and and it, it, it's harder for him to find a place. I mean, even last night you saw in the, I think in the third quarter when Gibson was out, Belly was playing with that starting unit and. And Jeff Teague just wasn't passing him the ball. I mean, he was wide open on the on on the wing a few times, and 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 Teague was looking him off and going in other directions. He just there are there are games where he totally disappears, and uh, the, he when he is knocking down that three point shot and getting to the basket and 
kind of getting his long arms uh, on deflections on balls on the defensive end. I mean, he's a real asset, but he also does have these games where he just can't get into the rhythm. He can't find his shots. He's taken out of games easily. And, and, and then you, you look down at the scoreboard, at the, at the box score, and it's 10 minutes and two, two shots and two points, and, and that's it. And so um, you know, they need the good belly uh, going forward here, not just even if Todd is, is hurt, but even if he's healthy, they'll, they'll need him tomorrow night and in the playoffs to, to stretch the floor and space it and let Towns and, and Butler go to work. Oh, you got a confident team coming in to playing a team that's uncertain in itself. I would, uh, I, I don't know what the spot, the favorite is, but uh, Denver's sure playing a hell of a lot better than the Timberwolves are. Yeah, you're right. They've won six in a row, I think, but I think the Wolves are two and a, two and a half point favorites right now. Um, and really it's because Denver has been terrible on the road for most of this year, but yeah, outside of these last six games, and the Wolves have been really good at home. They're, the Wolves are 24 and six at home when Butler's in the lineup. So, I mean, the bottom line, Patrick, is that if you can't win this game against a team that maybe has less talent than you do um, with, the, with the playoffs on the line in game 82 at home, you don't deserve to be there. And oh, so, that's for sure. You, you know, this is, this is their, you know, this is their time to, to kind of vanquish some of the demons. And, yeah, the, the Nuggets are playing great. The Wolves are not playing great right now, but uh, – uh, if they're legit, if the Wolves are legit, they just go out and win this game and, and take care of business. Johnny, see you tomorrow night, sir. Thanks. Thank you, Patrick. All right, John Krasinski, the athletic, uh, we uh, shall return. I'll say one thing baseball does well. It changes the laundry very fast. Uh, the, the, the Pirates closer, this Rivero kid, Fernando yeah. Rivero, yep. announced yesterday that he wants to be Fernando Vasquez because of his mother's name. And today he's pitching in the ninth inning as Vasquez. They changed oh, wow. it just like that. Don't waste any time. Do all players get to do that? Today I want to be... Because mm, you know, Giancarlo well, did that a couple years ago. Yeah, as Mike no, I don't want to be. He hate me. Yeah, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> I want to be known as agitated. Agitated. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this update sponsored by Concordia University. Get on track to a successful business career with Concordia University St. Paul. Learn online or on campus. Learn more about their business degrees at online.csp.edu. You know, Patrick, you would a good one for you would be the fixer. The fixer. Yeah, I, yeah, I am the, the fixer this you. week. Yeah, yeah. yeah, thanks. Thanks for reminding me. I forgot he was the fixer because <laughs> I haven't fixed anything in two days. <laughs> twins will try to even up their series with the Astros tonight at Target Field. Jacob Arizzi pitching for the Twins. Dallas Keuchel pitches for Houston. The lineup uh, Mr. Keuchel will face goes like this: Dozier, Maurer, Sano, Escobar hitting cleanup tonight. Wow. Robbie Grossman's in right field hitting fifth. Uh, Logan Morrison DHing hitting sixth. Mitch Garver gets the catching duties, hits seventh. Buxton hits eighth. And Ryan Lamar is Hurricane in le- Lamar is hitting ninth. What's he playing, left or right? He's in left field tonight, Grossman yeah, yeah, and right. They're going to let Eddie take a day off after uh, what's been going on lately. <laughs> he had a rough one last Ooh, night. Yeah, he's had a rough start to the yeah. season. They made the Ryder Cup coming back to the Hazeltine Golf Course in 2028 official today. They brought in the actual Ryder Cup at a press conference, and I, I know this will shock you. It was carried in by the U.S. men's Olympic curling team. Oh, Schuster! 
Schuster, was it the real Schuster or one of the fake Schusters that's running all Do over the country? Do we have a fake Schuster? Uh, oh, I, I told you. Yeah, I think it's like a, Hammer. Yeah. yeah Wicker used to say there was more than one Hammer. <laughs> I say there's more than one Schuster. <laughs> Could be. Yep. Yeah, there's more than a Schuster. He's, you know, doesn't he have a job? Get a job. The curling's <laughs> over. Get a job. Go back to work, for God's sake. No, it's like the guy that used to smash fruit. Who is Gallagher. 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 Yeah. Yeah. There was two Gallagher. There really was. Or was there? Really? Yeah, yeah. Twin brother. Well, remember when Hammer, every sports event that Hammer was at? Oh, MC yeah. Hammer. Yeah, MC, MC yeah. Hammer. Yeah. Worker says, there's more than one Hammer. Who do you think he's talking about? Hammers. Hardware Hank or what? <laughs> Patrick's <laughs> talking about Patrick. Hammer, the weather doesn't. Whichever Schuster this was, was quoted as he carried in the the thing. He said, this is a pretty good example of how our lives have changed. Paul Levy, Levy, president of the PGA of America, said, it's great to be back in Minnesota. We appreciate the cool temperatures, but what I love is how you just can't wait for that snow to get off the ground. This is a golf-crazy state. Uh, now, they'll also host the KPMG Women's PGA. Yes. Now, get this, okay? You ready? You can already get on a list for tickets for the 2028 Ryder Cup. Here's but. What you, here's what you have to do. Buy tickets for the women's. That's cr- correct. You have to buy 10 $100 weekly grounds tickets for the 2019 KPMG Women's PGA Championship. Then you'll be guaranteed the chance to buy two week-long grounds what tickets. What if you're dead? For the what, if you're, what if you're dead? That That's money nine, still spends. That nine years from now. Can you Wait pa- a minute. What's my guarantee if I against death? Can you pass them along if you uh, pass them along? Yeah, I, I, I kids so. when, when it was here a couple of years ago, it was no problem getting a ticket for either the practice rounds. Or, I mean, I, they had great crowds, don't get me wrong, but if you wanted to go, you could get a These ticket. These are special tickets, though, right, Johnny? Yep, yep. Grounds, yeah. grounds tickets. So if you die, can they bring your ashes out there then or something? <laughs> Uh, and we start. You know this. what this is called? Blackmail. <laughs> this is blackmail. It already starts tomorrow too. You can uh, register at kpmgwomenspga.com. That's like wow. when the Gophers say, "You got to buy an Indiana State ticket to get a Wisconsin football ticket because they want to get the Wisconsin people to have to buy Indiana State tickets." <laughs> Uh, as we know, Marlene Stallings leaving uh, the women gophers to take the job at Texas Tech. Some uh, some folks, including you, me, Patrick, I started the whole campaign. Yes, they want Lindsey Whalen to take over the job. Uh, now, the Star Tribune quotes her as saying uh, uh, she has no comment on the job. She says that Aaron that's right. She does not have to give up playing for the Lynx. In fact, we don't want her to. Right. We, we want, want our play. coach to win an NBA WNBA title mm-hmm. and then take over in October. Correct. Right? Do, you, do you want me to talk to her? She follows me on Twitter. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll have a chat with her. Plus they have they have her on Mondays. Now, right? Mackie and Mackie Judd. Mackie and Judd mm-hmm. have her on Mondays. Yeah. Oh. Wouldn't it be great as if she did take the job and since she's becoming part of the media, she blows off the media every time? Mm-hmm. I think that'd be spectacular. No, she'd be fine. Penny yeah. Hardaway. She's the Penny Hardaway of Minnesota. Yeah. Kenny sounded very disappointed that she's on with Mackie and Judd. You sounded, yeah. A little jealous. Uh, (laughs) She's so cool. Who was our guy that loved her? Uh, Jeremy. Jeremy, yeah. 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 Jeremy Kinnitz, we called him Kodiak. 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 Oh, I didn't know. He was raised by wolves. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. right. Kodiak was... was very fascinated loyal. from yes. early in her career. He really was. Mm-hmm. He's was a he a, teacher he a, now. Was he, he a fan of Big Mama, too, or just Lindsay? 
Just Lindsay. I think okay. just Lindsay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a teacher now, Kodiak. Really? Which uh, I would find interesting to watch a class. Oh, that'd be fun. Oh, be, yeah. He'd be the be best be teacher. teacher. Yeah, best oh, teacher in the whole be a world. Blast. Plus, yeah. if he took one step towards you, you'd shut up. Yeah. <laughs> he's about eight feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> and looks like a hell's angel. Uh-huh. Uh, and best the, man at a wedding. At his wedding was a guy he met. Talking about Star Wars figures. Yes. He was a big yeah. Star Wars guy. Yeah. He could geek it up. Yep. Yeah. He, was a, he was a lovable dork. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. <laughs> and the Vikings hosted free agent quarterback Dante Johnson today, according to Field Yates of ESPN. Uh, Johnson was a fourth-round pick for the 49ers in 2014. He spent his first four years with San Francisco, 145 tackles, 21 pass breakups, and two interceptions. We're going for it, Johnny. We're going for it, baby. Your Packers are sitting over there relaxing and going to visit the Dalai Lama. We're going for it, man. All right, we'll be back. Now, uh, Richie Incognito definitely had some issues in Miami when he was uh, driving the Martin kid crazy uh, with uh, racial remarks. Although that Martin kid, the Martin kid ended up being a screwball. Be, uh, he's got some. Yeah, he got issues, in trouble right? for something a couple yeah, weeks ago. It was a gun never, possession. He's never yeah. been emotionally strong. That no, kid. And right. I, I don't know how much over the top Incognito's stuff was in compared to your typical. NFL locker room where a lot of stuff is flying mm-hmm. back and forth. But his problem was once this kid, once it became a problem for the kid, he should have been smart enough. Instead of making it more difficult for him, he made it, yeah, he should have, yeah, he he should have just let shut it go. Up, yep. Let it go. He thought he was toughening him up and uh, it didn't quite work. But uh, Richie, you got to say, he came back after that suspension. And uh, played pretty dang well. And I can endorse him on this. Uh, he uh, went to, he had notified Associated Press, and then he talked to the uh, Buffalo News. He spent 12 seasons in the NFL. He uh, made the Pro Bowl last year, right? Yes. Yeah. He mm-hmm. made the Pro Bowl last year, and he's considered a fantastic left guard. He was one of the reasons they made the playoffs. I'm done. I'm done. That's it. Incognito told the Buffalo News. News has been a long career. My liver and kidneys are shutting down. Nothing I can, can't restore with some balance, but the stress is killing me. I went to a doctor's appointment the other day, and they said, listen, the stress is killing you. What are you doing? And I said, listen, I'm just doing what I love, and that's playing football. So that's why I'm done. So uh, Incognito34 sent a tweet to the NFL Players Association uh, Tuesday saying that he was done. <clears throat> Sports Illustrated reported earlier Tuesday that Incognito was strongly considering retiring, uh, but he might return for a final season. But this is all based on the Bills making him take a pick. The wicked, no good SOBs who run the NFL, you give a guy a contract, he makes the Pro Bowl, and you still go to him and make him take a cut. Uh, Incognito took a $1.67 million pay cut last month to remain with the Bills, knowing that as a 34-year-old, if he went and hit the market, he wasn't going to get much. He wasn't going to get much. He will earn $4.75 million uh, now instead of the six-plus that he had on his contract. Yep. So how do these guys have the... Uh, the stones. The stones, yeah, that's a good word. The boulders. To uh, 
uh, take a, you give a guy a contract. He plays up to that contract. I don't, okay, if you, the NFL's got the deal where uh, they don't guarantee contracts. But when you play up to the standards of the contract, right. pay the man! Where do you get off pay the making man. him take a pay cut? Yeah, if he's Chad Greenway, they made him take a $3.5 million pay cut. And then, and and then, then he played play him more 400 snaps. plays. You yeah. know what I don't get? him 400 plays. You know Give what? him his money back. Say, okay, we gave, we, you played us. You, we, you played a lot more than we thought. We're giving you $2 million back. And you something. know what I don't understand about this particular situation? Because I monitor my bills. They have, I think, the second most cap money of any oh, team yeah. in football. There, there was no reason to do it. None. There was no reason to do that. It urinates me the F off, he said. <laughs> uh, the contract and all that <laughs> urinated me the F off and all that, but retiring has nothing to do with that. I don't believe you, Richie. No. I think I don't just, blame you, but I don't no, believe you. I don't you. believe you. I think uh, you're just... Meanwhile... Uh, Shady McCoy, who seems to be, in his own strange way, one of the better guys in football, he offered him 300000 to come back. To, to come back. You're yeah. kidding no, me. No, he said, I'll I give you 300000 to come back. But how can you do that? I don't know. When, you're, when you don't need the money. I don't know. Why do you do that? I don't get it. You know? I hope he's... And it's not play. like he's. It's not like he's not a good player. He was. He made yeah. the Pro Bowl. Yes. Like he's a yes, good player. That's what I'm saying. What are you? What are you? What are you cutting his money for? Yeah. I don't, I, it I doesn't just, make any sense. It, it doesn't. Uh, you know. It. It's it, like they just why? do it because they can, not because they need NFL to. NFL players. If you're an NFL player and don't hate the league, and management. You're crazy. You might think the Vikings are all in, and boy, this is our year, and we're going to win it. But if they, if you win it and help them win the Super Bowl, and they have a chance to cut your pay, they're going to do it. Yeah, see Sharif Floyd. Yeah, he got yeah. injured because of surgery. Yeah, from and they're playing still football. fighting, trying to they, get him to take they a gotta, cut. When, when the new CBA comes up, they they got to get this right, Pat. Yes, don't they got it. They got yes. to quit screwing around with this stuff. Like, yeah, you you got to stand your ground and. You know, I mean, the, the last time this happened, you're never going to get them they, fully guaranteed. But, but they you got to you got to fight a little bit harder. Yeah. Oh, you got to yeah. fight a little you bit do. harder. You do that. Otherwise, sure. you're just going to be in the same position that you're in now. All righty, we'll come back with this day in history, a monumental event in uh, the history of this planet. Quiet, please. We'll be on the air. And now, this day. Over the last 18 months, John, George, and Ringo had all privately threatened to quit, only to be coaxed back by Paul. Now it was Paul's turn. The release of his solo album, McCartney, on April the 17th, 1970, made it official. The Beatles, the greatest pop group of all time, were no more. Actually, on April 10th, 1970, Paul McCartney gave an interview that uh, pretty much confirmed the official breakup of the Beatles. Is this album a rest away from the Beatles or the start of a solo career? Paul, time will tell. Is your break with the Beatles temporary or permanent? Personal differences, business differences, musical differences, but most of all, because I have a better time with my family, temporary or permanent, I really don't know. Question, do you foresee the time when Lennon and McCartney become an active songwriting partnership again? Paul, 
no. <laughs> and uh, so that was it for the Beatles. And it had it been coming for three years. But uh, April 10th, 1970, that's when we got the big headlines. Be- Beatles break up. And if that wasn't official enough, in the May 14th, 1970 issue of Rolling Stone, John Lennon, the brains behind the Beatles with McCartney, uh, came out and said, he can't have his own way, so he's causing chaos. I put out four albums last year and didn't say a bleeping word about quitting. So uh, <laughs> that was the uh, that was the end of it, and uh, the Beatles, who uh, you know what it sounds owned like the world what? schism. It they was a schism. It was uh, who's the schism? Is it Wiggy and Butler? Who's the schism? Yeah, well, the schism initially that Doogie started, uh, mm-hmm. or I'm sorry, an, an unknown uh, reporter in town was that uh, Wiggy was unhappy with his role. So I don't think it was directly uh, with Butler, but he was unhappy with his role. Unhappy with his role, Mm -hmm. and that had caused a a schism. Uh, Everybody else says they wish that Wiggy was unhappy with his role. That he would show any emotion. uh, And then, of course, we had the schism with... Me and you the, and yes. and the boys in the morning. And uh, they outweighed me. I, I had to make the first overtures to end this. Showing my maturity. <laughs> you know, and there's no question about that. Right. I had to uh, solve the schism. By, what did you do? Uh, I just stopped and said hello. Oh, okay. You know, that was, you know, I didn't, you know. But uh, it was a good schism for a while. Yeah. I, yeah, I nice tell you one. one thing, I didn't call in. I haven't been on. I haven't appeared on the show since. Great I, schisms in history. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my schism was a, just an attempt to give the boys some information on Logan Morrison. All you were trying Maybe to do the was the way help. Logan Morrison is hitting. Or was it Lance? I Lynn? think it was Lance Lynn. Lance Lynn. You know, now that you remind me, maybe the schism is back on. <laughs> I was just going to say, a year from now. This day in history on the ride with Royce will be the schism between Royce and Mackie and Judd.